Hello, and welcome to Dopey, um, a podcast about addiction and drugs, and I guess alcohol, but I'm not going to tell any alcohol stories. I'm Dave. And I am Chris. And Chris is a real alcoholic. Yes. So you're going to tell more alcohol stories? Alcohol is part of my story. It's annoying. Why? Just because you're allergic in the actual sense. No, what's annoying is to say it's part of my story as opposed to say I used to drink a lot or I would get fucked up. It's like saying for this addict right here, I know that I – you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that I thought you covered the topic masterfully in that time you qualified what what mean? a couple of weeks ago. What did Brooklyn? I say? What did I say? You said that you were allergic to alcohol not in the sense that Bill and Bob – talk about the allergy but like you're actually allergic which actually jewish people and asian people some people they actually have like a real allergy to alcohol which i think you have and but you said that and then you're like but i choose to go to aa and the group gives me a lot of play what was the word you use a lot of play with your shared that's what i said and you remembered it that well yeah well i thought it was a strategic or a good usage of the word play. Well, because I had really, really realized that we went to an AA meeting and, you know, technically, I mean, I'm not an alcoholic. And he's retarded. And he's like, like, I haven't been to prison and I've had a job for like three weeks, you know what I mean? And then AA is like living on, by spiritual means and like Come on. having an inner all rightness. And have you like never that. been to a good NA meeting? I have. I just didn't. I don't identify as much which i should you know i like a more i don't know i like AA more but only because number one i like the bouginess of it like you have people they all work i go to an early morning meeting so they're mostly all going to work yeah most of them uh have done drugs most of them are educated to find an na meeting with educated people who work it's like it's very rare you know, it's like a, you know, I've been to, there is, I've never been to one where like 90% of the people at an NA meeting have jobs yeah. or like are somewhat educated. And I've been to plenty of cracked out inner city NA meetings. There's, there's one, and then you either have a, basically here's the, it's horribly stereotyping, but you either have a horrible cracked out junky methadone NA meeting like in the middle of the day yeah. where nobody is going to work afterwards and it's a lot of like crazy talk or you have uh, – the alternative is like some fucking white rocker meeting where every person there is covered with tattoos and nose rings and wears they a leather jacket. Suck. And they both suck. There's some raunchy AA though. I went to some like down south and one in Arizona in particular. It was on like a trailer and everybody was like toothless. So you got to shop around just in general. What is either fellowship? There's a guy at my AA meeting. There's like my AA meeting, the meeting that I go to is filled with such upright people. Like that there's only like one or two or three like total fuck ups, like in terms of like like there's a guy who comes in there and he drinks vodka during the meeting. Yeah. He like and he's like, Y'all don't mind if I have a drink during the meeting. And like the people in no, the meeting, he does drink during the meeting. They have. No way. They're scared of him. Really? He's like this tall, white, skinny hip hop guy, and I've they're very never bougie. heard of anything like that. That is nuts. It's crazy. And then there's this other dude who I felt bad for. He had some kind of mental illness, you know. And um, 
Ugh, this is such an annoying story. Yeah. It's this guy. He goes to my meeting occasionally. He can barely talk. He wears a do-rag on his head. He has a beard. He has long hair. Yeah. He, like, wears a leather jacket. And I felt sad because he could barely speak. Yeah. And um, we went out to breakfast. And he had no money. Okay? At breakfast. Yeah. So I decide I'm going to do the next right thing. And I said, all right, I got you. No problem. After I said this, I ordered myself a cup of coffee and a blueberry muffin. And what, he just went for it? Yeah, man. He ordered, <laughs> he ordered a fucking... He, like, ordered uh, eggs. That's a good deed for the pancakes, day, man. Come on. Bacon. And then you know what he said? I'm going to get some cheese fries. Not fries. A plate of cheese for breakfast, fries. though? With breakfast. Mm. And then after breakfast, you know what he did? What? He asked me for $10. Yeah, but just think of it this way. You were spending real dollars to get spiritual dollars. There's no spiritual payout in like yeah. he's a fucking mooch. And, and and it was like a classic example of me regretting doing the next right thing, which happens to me all the time. It's the George Costanza in me and it's very real. Hmm. There's, I, a, there's a schizophrenic guy who goes to one of the meetings I, I regularly attend. And it's hilarious because all he talks about is how he did it on his own. <laughs> he's like, I didn't need any help. He raises and he's like, hi, I'm Mikey. And he's like, and he always starts and he goes, you're all a bunch of babies. <laughs> this is opening line every time. And then he just goes on and on about how. Well, when he says he did it on his own, it's because he's multiple personality. So on his own, he's got like six people <laughs> in his corner. Someone else to help him. Yeah. I don't think that's schizophrenia. Or is it? I yeah. Schizophrenia know. is multiple personality. Aren't you Aren't you in a PhD program for SMI? <laughs> Not yet. You guys, if you don't know what SMI, it's severe mental illness. <laughs> and Chris has it. You are the most... When, when people ask me about you, I say, yeah, I love Chris. He's a really good guy, but he has SMI. And they never know what that is. And I say... It's severe mental illness. <laughs> and then what do they say? They say, oh, oh. Um, anyway. So, yes. This is very exciting. Um, emails. Hot, well, fucking emails. Just slow down. <laughs> emails. I just want you guys to know that Dopey, the podcast on drugs and addiction, and maybe a little recovery. I like it when you in. say that the podcast on drugs and dumb shit. Well, I, I don't. Like you used to start it like that because that's. What it is, it's, I mean, it's just dumb shit we talk about. Yeah, I know, but I figure you don't want to get pigeonholed, because then if I have to, I have to say that every time, the we'll same thing. We'll just whip it out every once in a while. I do. Right. I do. Did you hear about this damn Daniel thing? <clears throat> damn Daniel! There's some kid. Oh, yeah, I saw Yeah, I saw some somebody posting pictures of some kid there's a sketchers kid, or something. There's a, there's a kid in, in California, 16-year-old kid. And he's sitting in the hallway of his school. I don't really know the story. I'm going to make up my version. He's sitting in the hallway of his school, and and Daniel, his friend, comes wearing his Vans. And the kid is sitting, and he's shooting Snapchat, which is uh, some young person thing. And he says, damn, Daniel! And he posts it on Snapchat, and he just does it every day. And now he has 45 million posts, or million hits. People love that he says, damn, Daniel. Vans just gave Daniel... A life, both of them, a lifetime supply of vans. Really, and, I'm gonna pull up the damn Daniel video right now so we can play it. And um, and uh, Ellen DeGeneres 
had her on the sh- him on the show, the two of them. You want to see what my last thing I searched for on the internet was? Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger's double split workout. What is that? It's a workout plan by Arnold Schwarzenegger. I haven't been doing it. What 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 is it? What's a double split workout? I don't know. I thought he would be a good person to search for. for Have you been? You work. Chris goes to the gym a lot. You go to the gym hardcore. Yeah, I ride the elliptical, so I don't know if I'd call that hardcore. I thought you lift weights too. I'm starting to try, but I tend to give up. It's just painful. He also does yoga. I used to do a lot of yoga. You stopped doing it. I haven't been in a while. What do you do with your day? Chris doesn't even work. What do you do with your day? I sort of work. What do you do with your day? Uh, I take Give us I, <laughs> What time do you get up? Uh, walk us through a you day walk us through today? Yeah uh, I woke up uh-huh. At about 9 o'clock 9 o'clock? Yeah Free and easy How come when I text you at 7 you're up then? No, I just I always check my phone, you know No, but at 7 in the morning If I text you No, that's right what I mean I'll, Yeah, but I always like respond I, People text me at 4 a.m. I respond I just I don't sleep Heavy but I fall back asleep immediately, and I'm not perturbed at all if somebody wakes me up. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's a rich person characteristic. Is it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, um, continue. I don't know. It's fucking. I actually think. I actually think. It, I actually think it's the characteristic of a sociopath. Hmm. I don't get that. Because you can fall asleep at the drop of a hat. Somebody takes <laughs> you and dying. You're like, cool, and you pass right out. <laughs> Well, actually, I, so I woke up this morning. The first thing I do was talk to my friend who lives in Bridgeport and recently got out of jail. How's he doing? Not good. Why not? Because he just got out of jail. Well, it's good. He's free. But he was excited to talk about it with me, about how it sucks when you go in because you can't remember anyone's phone number. And even if you can, it's like you have to put 50 bucks on the phone to talk to him. What, is it, what are you talking about? Like the phones there, like it's like collect calls, but it's extremely expensive, and you have to set up an account, and it depends on where you're at. But like it's like a big initial fee to like start it, it and then it's also you have to memorize the numbers. You know whose number? You know your dad's number. Like that's it. You I know. know. And you don't want to call your dad. I know my shit. mom's number. I know my dad. Oh, I don't know my mom. My mom's dad. I know my father's number. I know my number. I know this guy who I used to get high with's number. Mm. Uh, I know my daughter's mother's but it's all number. shit before you use cell phones right a lot all of them except for my daughter's mother's number yeah. wait anyway. what am i doing oh dan 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 said it dan dan you're you're ruining our podcast you're no, supposed to just pull it up I when started. i said it yeah but you they think that hear, they're, they're curious what it is they know what it is I didn't know what it is they told me what it was at work dan dan official were, video you were supposed to be walking us through your deck it's over. No, what what do you do? You get up at nine. I got up at nine. I talked to my friend that got out of jail. I met with a therapist at a cafe. Um, I went to the gym. You had therapy at a cafe? Yeah. How does that work? Did you eat? Yeah. What'd you eat? I ate a um, the contractor special, which was salsa, two eggs, a strip of bacon on ciabatta. So large, that's a working large, man's meal. Black coffee. Yeah, I figured that made me feel a little better. Okay, but you obviously. And then what? Did you, and so, who's your therapist? This woman. And did she eat? She did. What? She had um, the therapist special. She had a sandwich with pesto, goat cheese, and eggs on it, which she suggested I try. Hold on, Dan. Dan. Dan Daniel. Daniel. Let me see Dan, that. It doesn't sound Daniel. like it's real. Daniel. 
can't believe that's what it is. Yeah. He sounds very Asian, and he's very white. He does. Okay, so real quickly, while Dave no, is no, off, <laughs> while no, Dave no. I'm reading something really quickly reading? to our audience. What? It was a comment about you. Um, so if anybody's been tuning in regularly, a few weeks ago, Dave talked about how he had to get in a pool and was going to get in shape. How could he get in shape in two weeks for the pool? And I do want to say, Dave is not in bad shape. I'm assuming you wanted to, what, get shredded in two weeks? Yeah, you know, tone up, slim down, whatever. So my friend texted me. Uh, What's his name? Different Dave, um, who uh, is a CrossFit trainer. And he said, I just listened to the episode where Dave says he needs to get in shape in two weeks. Tell him to accept his soft, dumpy body because it's not going to happen. Any comments? Number one, uh, thanks for listening, Dave. Where does he live? <laughs> he lives near Foxwoods. Uh, and he's a cross-training trainer? He's a CrossFit trainer. Thank you for your insight. I'll show you a picture of him. He's, he's pretty ripped. I don't fucking care. He's a trainer. He's got great glutes. He's obviously <laughs> an know, asshole. Traps. He's got big traps. Dude. His traps touch his earlobes almost. Listen, Dave. It's, it's really not a supportive... Um, text. What do you say? I'm gonna keep my soft, dumpy body. Yeah, and then he, I skipped over the next part. He said, <coughs> and then after that, he said, "Dude is hilarious." Dude is hilarious. You like that, don't you? Thanks, Dave. Appreciate the comment. Dave is so. Dave, when Dave shares at an AA meeting afterwards, he just asks how many laughs he got, and he's like, "Were they belly laughs?" That's how he gauges how well he did. That's not true. That's totally true. It's not That's true. 100% true. No, no. Bottom line, bottom line for this addict right here is that today I shared and I gave a super serious share. The truth is that, listen. Was what, it about your daughter or your – It's none of your business what it was about. <laughs> Let me ask you just two questions. Was it about your daughter or was it about your daughter's mother? It's none of your business. <laughs> He's smiling, everybody. So, so what? I can smile. I'm a smiling kind of guy. Yeah. I smile all the time. What's your point? What's your point? Oh, hold on. Are you saying that at Alcoholics Anonymous, uh, we shouldn't make each other laugh? That laughs are not a, a spiritual release for a human being? No, it's great. I love it when people make me laugh. It's just, you know, that's the primary focus for you. What, you're validated. <laughs> you're validated by people's cackles. The truth is, I get high from their laughter. It's my new drug of choice. My new DOC. So Dave, did do you think you know the the group NWA? Yeah, niggas with attitude. Yes. There was a rapper who was like down with them back in the day. Yeah. And he was called the DOC. Yeah. What is D? Oh, that's Department of Corrections. Maybe. Yeah. Or it could be drug of choice. It's it was Department definitely. of Corrections. Yes. And that's in um, California. So in the in city it, of Compton. No, California is the CDC, I think. The California Department of So Corrections. I wonder what the DOC stood for. Yeah. Anyway, I want Maybe to say... Maybe the doc. Because he's like... He would say he was the doc, today. but it was the DOC. Yeah. Anyway, um, I just want to congratulate Chris mm. and myself on... Mm. We have over 1,100 listens on Dopey. I want to congratulate you guys... Who are listening to Chris clap for the audience. Yes. Well, it's not clap. He's banging his fucking vape against the plastic table. Wait, let's see how many views we actually have. Or downloads. I'm assuming a download is a view. 1,139. 1,139, guys. Dopey Nation, stay strong. 
Stay strong, my brothers and sisters in Dopeyville. Um, now let's do another email. We, we didn't gotta, do one email. Oh, we did. What was that Dave? No, that wasn't an email. That was just a text message. Maybe Dave. Let's do random email. Shut the fuck <laughs> up! You're ruining the organization of the show. Why just you, be quiet for a second. Okay, go ahead. Dave is the lifeblood of the show. Everybody. I just I'll like to keep it thing. tidy and organized. Dave, I'm wondering if you'd like to train me. Um, are you interested? If you listen to the thing, send Chris a text. Or and send maybe us an email at, at, at... Oh, yeah, you send an email at dobypodcast at gmail.com. I really don't want to pay very much money, but I would like to get in shape and fix up my dumpy, soft body. Are you going to drive to Foxwoods? No, you can come here. Oh, I'd like to go to Foxwoods. I could gamble. Yeah. He lives on, at the casino? No, he lives near it. He hates Foxwoods. So I what? guess he said if you grow up around there, you hate it. So maybe you'd like to come to But I don't know if that's where he lives now. That's where his parents live. His dad is the man. His dad is the coolest guy ever. He's like written all these books about like reality. And I was like, this is a very spiritual dude and stuff. And it was pretty funny. I was like, Dave, like, like what did your dad say when you were like, you know, in the throes of heroin addiction? And he's like, ah, oh, he was just like, I guess this is the reality you're choosing. Well, that's it's very, very, very evolved thinking. So yeah. the father didn't give a shit. The father was no, he of- did. No, he's a great guy. He really gives a shit. Dude, actually, you know what? Dave's an interesting guy. I actually talk about him sometimes because, you know, the no drinking thing? What no drinking thing? Like, you know, people who are heroin addicts, like, think they can drink. Mm-hmm. So I've probably had, like, 20 people who were close friends that were heroin addicts and tried to return to drinking because they're mm-hmm. like, drinking is not my problem. Out of those 20, probably 16 of them went back to dope. Two of them did it and became alcoholics. And then there are two that seem to successfully be drinking, and Dave's one of them. But you're not – you have the allergy, the actual booze where like it just – you react I didn't go it. back to heroin though. You have like natural naltrexone running through your veins, except it doesn't block opiates. It just makes booze unpleasurable. So that would really be – You got like – And abuse. No, and abuse makes you sick. If you take naltrexone – it blocks opiates and it actually um, hampers the euphoria for alcohol. Now, we got some more emails from mm. some of our greatest listeners. Let's start with um, Mike from Canada. Canada. Because this is a well written, great email. Mike, thank you for the email. I'll give you a few knocks with my vape. I don't want to do this vape knocking thing, it's going to sound like shit. All right. Write us an email and tell Chris to stop fucking banging the vape. Should I read the email? It's going to be very boring. So I shouldn't. No, read it. It's a wonderful email. Mike, it really made me happy when I read this email. Okay, so Mike says, uh, the topic was satisfied listener. Hey guys, my name is Mike and I'm a recovering alcoholic from Canada and I love the show. You guys seem to often mention that you feel conflicted about whether or not you should incorporate more recovery-centric content into the show on the grounds that the current laid-back war stories format might encourage slash romanticize drug use. I disagree with that sentiment. It's nice that you guys are concerned about leading other addicts further astray with your stories, but man, there are shitloads of recovery podcasts that follow the meeting on your iPhone format, and that's cool. It's good that they are there. But when I discovered your podcast through the app Podbean, I used search terms like drugs, alcohol, and addiction, hoping to find a podcast that discussed reckless drug use. 
I was disappointed initially because I was only finding lots of 12-step slash daily reflection slash recovery shows. All things that if I wanted to hear about, I'd rather go to an actual meeting. But then I found you guys and I was immediately sucked in and really happy to, f- to have found a podcast that acknowledged and showcased the crazy, often funny anecdotes we all have as addicts. Keep it up, guys. Please don't change a thing. I've listened to every episode over the last couple days and I can't get enough. My only complaint is that they're too short. You guys have a hilarious hostile banner but I can tell y'all are friends. It's great. Love the dynamic. Love the format. I even love the interjections. Which is very nice. He clearly does not go to NA. He goes to AA. Wow. <laughs> I think that uh, – I don't think the audience wants to we, – we got like four emails. Are you going to read the other ones? Yeah. No. Do we'll this. read the next one. We'll read the guy who said a story. I told him. I gave him my word. My word is my bond. Troy. Troy number two. No, Troy two or is it De- – yeah. oh, it's Derek. No, it's Troy two. No, it's two. Derek. Right there, Derek. Wow, how many emails do we have? Like maybe five. Wow. You guys should really write more emails. Derek wrote us a story, but I just want to talk about what Mike said. What Mike really said... It's fucking freezing in here, dude. Just shut up, man. Just fucking toughen it up. (laughs) Toughen it up. Just toughen up. Tough enough. Um, What Mike said that I find to be very, very interesting is that most podcasts about drugs and recovery are boring and about recovery, which is what Chris always threatens to turn this into. I don't threaten. I think that we can weave it a little bit. Okay, why don't you do your, your, your loom, your recovery loom on today's show? I'll work it in when I can. Now, what I'm wondering is how do we get Dopey to the next level? I don't care if it goes to the next level. It's not something that concerns me. I do. I I I want we're going to be selling dopey t-shirts. We're going to have dopey stickers, dopey hats. It's going to be dopey nation running wild. So if we're selling them, like, there's going to be profits like Hulkamania. What are we going to do with those profits? We're going to keep them. No, they'll go to rehab. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, that'll be our spiritual dollars. No way, man. Are you kidding me? If we if we made money from this, you'd want to give it to rehab? Which rehab? <laughs> the rehab that took all of your parents' money? Because they have so much spiritual dollars? The, the rehab that so we'll sucked my- <laughs> uh, probably a million dollars from your parents? So we'll give it to my parents then. Have you ever estimated how much money your parents have spent on rehab? There's been some estimates. <laughs> what is lot. it? $750,000? More. It's under a million. Like seven fifty. Yeah, but that's including like legal fees and all okay. that. Okay, we're not giving your parents money, and we're not giving the rehabs money. You can buy some better fish though. No, what's money? Get upgrade those minnows. Listen, maybe it, Chris doesn't care about the podcast getting bigger, bigger because Chris doesn't need to work. Chris's daddy sends him money <laughs> every fucking week. I work like a slave. And I'm lo- and I have a child. We need cash. So you're saying you wouldn't be sucking at the family tit if you could? Oh yeah, I would. I would love the family tit, but I don't have that. Hmm. I don't have that uh, faucet in my bathroom. That's uh, or the little ding dong, daddy. I need some money to fix up my car. Okay, Chris, here's fifty grand. Get yourself a new satellite radio. Thanks, pop. Can I get a sandwich? Sure, buddy. Here's a sandwich. 
It would be nice if it was like that. I'm sure it's not bad. <laughs> Dude, when's the last time? Well, this is not going to be. Listen, obviously, I come from a very privileged background myself. And if I need money, I could ask my father for money. He would yeah. give me money. But it doesn't mean that I. You don't want this to be a not for profit enterprise. Um, I don't know. I haven't even thought about it, to be honest. Yeah, I'm an idiot for bringing this. What are we even doing right now? Are we telling a story or not? I don't know. How much time are we in? I don't. Three seven hundred and thirty bars. I don't know what that means. You didn't do the backup on your phone. I didn't. What's your story? Uh, my story is about cocaine. Okay. Uh, actually, no, it's not about cocaine. Cocaine is the end of the story. So. All my stories have been clustered around this one period where I was using a lot and it was still like funny stuff was happening. Um, I have tons of stories that are just really depressing. You know what I mean? It's hard to kind of have that like silver lining always. This is a silver lining one though. Okay. So uh, I was in a – back still in California. I was in a uh, sober living with this chick. And, um, no, she wasn't in the sober, she was in a different sober living and we were like, you know, meeting on the street and like hooking up where you could, but like you can't bring people back. Where would you hook up? Um, would daddy give you money for hotels in the neighborhood? Um, no. Daddy, I need to fuck this chick. Actually, actually he did. It's part of the story, but he wasn't really into giving money. He wouldn't give me money, like just handing out, especially like when I was active addiction. He would put me in a rehab or something, but he did pay for a hotel, um, which is part of the story. Just in case you might need sex. Or a no. place to shoot dope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyways, I was in this sober living. Oh, but to answer your question, we hooked up in a dugout once. What's it? Uh, like on a baseball field? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, in like a public like softball field or something. You had sex in there? Yeah. Nice. That was your spot? Did you go there No, often? that was just once. Okay. Um, so... I, I was supposed Did you lie down or did you bend her over the bench? I'm not going to go into the details just here. One, just yet, which one? Did we you were, lie down? We were lying down. Very la- la- very lazy. <laughs> you, didn't, you think in the dugout you would make use of the bench? No, just, that would be a lot of work. No, she could bend over the bench and but you then just... But then I'd have to stand? Well, what do you what do you what do you like to do anyway? You like to just lie I didn't down. Do it all, man. I watched this Chris Rock bit that was so funny. He was talking about like the internet and like hardcore porn uh-huh. and stuff, and just basically the plight of women these days. We're like seven, like in the seventies or sixties, like you know, what I mean, nobody had ever even looked at porn, but like nowadays, every kid who's like twelve is into like anal sex and like deep throating, and you know what I mean, like that because he wasn't they're exposed to it now. I'm and not, the women are taking the you know the blunt of that. Well, the guys probably though. I'm sure young men are shaving their pubes like the guys, the porn stars do. So they got that. Do you? The women that? get that. Do you do that? No. I'll like trim a little bit, but I shave. Do you trim it. often? No. Regularly? No. When would you trim? What would make you trim? Um, probably if I was to sleep with someone for the first time, I might. But then that's it. So you would trim before a date. Yeah, if I thought, do you ever? Me? Uh, I would say, I mean, my first reaction is no. I've never done it, but I think I've done it. I think one time somebody mentioned it, and I think I did it one time. 
You've done it more than one time. No, no. I think <laughs> I've was... done it more than one time. Dude, I, I'm incredibly honest. Why wouldn't I say it? All right. I certainly don't do it. I'm not a manscaper. No, I'm not a manscaper. You don't even shave. You shave like once a week. Yeah, I do. I'm, I'm, a, yeah. I'm a mess. <laughs> I don't wear deodorant. I'm a fucking mess. You don't wear deodorant. Uh-uh. I you like it stinky? I like my smell. Close the door. It's freezing in here. Just tell your story. I need to be warm for my story. All right, so hanging out with this chick and um, we end up – in the dugout. Yeah. So anyways, we end up going to this hotel. My dad actually – Was it a Radisson? No, it was a Weston. It was in Pasadena, California on Los Roblos Avenue. Your memory is amazing. And so – no, this is why I know so much, OK? So I was supposed to start working at this very Weston as the night auditor. Um, which is a fancy name for this, the dude behind the desk, I guess, at night. You were going to work at the West? Yes. yes. So I already, as the desk, desk clerk? As a desk clerk at night, like the overnight guy. And I already had the job. Like, it was already all set. And I decided to go stay with this girl, Ashley. And yes, my dad did finance the room. Um, I probably contributed, but I was working construction or some bullshit before I got this job, which I was supposed to start in, like, a couple Hold weeks. Hold on for one second. I don't think we thanked Michael enough for the email. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Mike. I think it's awesome that you wrote an email to us. Yeah. And I think um, I'm really grateful that you like our podcast. And it was articulate articulate, and loquacious. It was loquacious. It wasn't lo- loquacious has to be heard, I think. Right? Yeah. It was well written well and the sentiment was really nice. And uh, I think it just shows um, – that we need guests and more stories written to us. But back to the fucking in the dugout. Chris, you, as far as I can tell, you had gotten a part-time job as a desk guy at the Westin. No, it was full-time and it was supposed to start and I was working construction at the time. This place, Seismic Safety, which I don't even know if that's still around. Okay. Um, anyways, so I was supposed to start working as the night auditor. What is it? Why do they call it auditor? I don't know, dude. It's some fancy name. Why don't they call it the desk guy? That's what it was. It was the desk. Front, why don't they just call it front desk? That's what it was. Okay. Um, An auditor sounds like somebody who's going to I don't know. Books. I think you're supposed to go through some credit card shit or something over. If they probably give you other tasks because it's overnight and you don't do shit all right. night. You okay. know what I mean? So that's the auditor. So you were the night auditor. It was the night auditor. I was going to be the night auditor. So uh, I go stay at the Westin with this girl and we're in the room. Did they pay for the hotel? My parents. No, did the, no, the West? No, they didn't even know I was staying oh, so there. who paid for the hotel room? I'd said that a minute ago if you were listening. Oh, your parents paid for the hotel room. They assisted. Under the they auspice they of assisted. what? They assisted. Under the auspice of what? You said you needed a hotel for of what? wanting their baby to be happy. But why did you, where were you living? <laughs> I was living in a sober living. And then, and why were they not like just stay in the sober living? Because I complained and wanted to stay in a hotel room with my girlfriend. Oh, hey. Right. <laughs> so you told your parents you needed sex and they gave you money? I would never say that. I would never say so that. What there was no say? birds and bees talk in my family. So what did no, you say? I don't remember, dude. It was. You said, Dad, I really want to go to the West End with my girlfriend. And he said, okay. I probably said I wanted to stay at a hotel and he gave me a couple hundred bucks and then I stayed in the West End. Sweet. How old were you? Oh. <sighs> Somewhere between the ages of 23 and 25. No, maybe the, 22. When was the last time your dad threw a, a couple extra hundred so you could stay at a hotel with a girlfriend? Um, well, he helps me now. 
financially. So but you're never I, like, Dad, I need no. 500 to take this bitch to this No, spot. I never give him a reason. I just, like, give him, like, a budget. I don't spend money on anything except for just takeout and gas. I'll bet money that no women have listened to the podcast. <laughs> Maybe. Anyway, so you're on the daddy's oh, Okay, dime. so I'm in the West End. I'm in the hotel. Let's just get this over with, all right? In the hotel room, all right? Uh-huh. And um, I'm with this girl. Her name was Ashley. And we end up relapsing together. It wasn't the plan? You just end up relapsing? No, well, we're like sitting in the hotel, and then we like start talking about it, and we decide to do it. So I order a bottle of vodka. How much time had you had gotten together? I don't know, a few months at the most. And you're with Ashley. Had you had sex already? Yeah. So you had your Well, we'd post? already had se- – oh, in the room. I don't yeah. know, dude. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So we relapse and I get wasted. And this is a very bizarre story, okay? Uh-huh. It's not going to make much sense to you. Okay. And so I get wasted and I say to Ashley – Did Ashley get wasted too? Yeah. And I say to Ashley, I'm like, I dare you to punch me in the face. And she's like, what? Like, no. And I'm like, I dare you to punch. And I just keep on going. I'm like, you won't do it. I'm like, you won't do it. I'm like, I dare you. And she goes and punches me. She finally does it. She punches me square in my nose hard. Just right. instantly starts bleeding. And I'm like laughing. You know what I mean? I couldn't believe she did it. You know, I'm like bleeding her in my nose. I end up like spitting the blood like on the ceiling. Like the blood got on the ceiling. And like we end up like trashing the room. But like we're having a good time. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. it was like genuinely a good time. And so uh, we go to sleep and we, <laughs> we wake up the next day and we're supposed to leave that day and I decide to stay another day. I call down and I'm like, oh, we're going to stay one more day. And they're like, okay. And so <clears throat> I go down to the pool, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting with Ashley at the pool and um, getting drunk at the bar. And the bartender picks up the phone and it was <clears throat> hotel security calling him and they're like, is Mr. O'Connor down there telling me he needs to come to his room right now and don't give him anything else to drink. And he's like, okay. So I go back up with Ashley to the room and I get to the room and the manager of the hotel, uh, hotel. And you had the job. At this yeah. Point. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. So the manager of the hotel is there, hotel security is there and three Pasadena police officers uh, are there. Right. And they're like, what happened in here? There's like blood all over the room and the room is destroyed. So they actually immediately separate me and Ashley in a different corner of the room. <coughs> cop. So one cop's questioning me and one cop's questioning her. And they're like, what happened? And uh, I'm like, well, I'm like, uh, I asked her to punch me in my face and she did. And like my nose is fucked up. And they're like, he's like, you asked her to punch in your face? I'm like, yeah. And – He's like, hmm. And so the other guy is like talking to Ashley and she says the same story to him, right? And then they reconvene like the cops in the middle and I'm watching them talk and they're like sharing the stories that we each told separately. And the cop's just like scratching his head is like, what the fuck is going on? Like who, who would ever do that? And they're like, okay. They're like, well, there's some sort of charge because of the amount of the damage to the room. So they had determined like the blood was okay, but there would be an actual like – I don't know, it was a misdemeanor felony for, for all the damage to the Why room. Why can't you just pay for it? Well, that's what I said. I said, can we just pay can for it? Can my dad just <laughs> yeah. pay for the damage to the room? Well, I was like, can we just pay for it? And then I turned to the manager during all this, and I'm like, actually, I was like, do you know? And I forget who hired me. I was like, I'm supposed to start working. I thought it would help me. I was like, I'm supposed to start working here in two weeks with the night auditor. And he just shook his head. He's like, that's not going to happen. So that's the end of the story. I didn't get any charges. He didn't charge you? No. I had to pay for it. And that's an alcohol story. 
That's an alcohol story. I love that Straight story. booze. Straight it's a, booze. It's a great story. It's nice and to the point. Quick. You don't like alcohol stories, though. No, I just... I, I also don't understand in this day and age, or whenever that was, you know, 10 years ago, 9 years ago, 7 years ago, whatever. Like, I'm sure there's... T- I mean, isn't, like, pain and masochism... Like a big fetish thing. I'm sure lots of guys have their women punch them in the face. Yeah, but that wasn't what it was in my case. I was just being an idiot. You were just drunk and yeah. stupid. But um, but it is what it was. It was just, you don't realize it was a kink. No, it Chris was not has, a kink. Chris has <laughs> lots of kinks. It was not I'd a like kink. to revisit a story from, I think, our first episode where I ran into Chris on the Lower East Side fresh from the sex store where what was he buying? Nipple clamps. Actually, when you originally said it, you said we were on our way to the store. Well, which was which was it? I don't remember. It was one of the? Other. I don't even remember that actually seeing you. But the nipple clamps was a thing. Yes, it wasn't my choice. The amazing thing was that you just you just gave me the information on the street. And Is there any information I don't volunteer to you freely? Right, that's true. <laughs> um, but uh, the point is that I would not. I don't put it past you. To get turned on from having a woman punch you in the face. Mm. And I could even imagine you doing it sober. You couldn't. <laughs> now you're just trying to jab me. You're just poking me. I'm just saying that I think <laughs> you have you have, a, you have some kinks. Oh, no There's kinks. nothing wrong with that. So what are we going to name that story? What's, what's the title? Nipple Clamps. The Nipple Clamp Story. No. I, yes, that's the format we've been doing. It would be crazy for us to But this it. wasn't a Nipple Clamp Story. Oh, yeah. It's not a Nipple <laughs> yeah. Clamp Story. What? It's called The Weston. The West End story. Call it uh, West End Girls. You know that song? Yeah. Yeah. That should be the new theme song for the, the show. West End Girls. In the West End town, down in boys. East End boys and West End girls. All right, so. What? That's it. We're done with this episode. That's it? This episode's over. It's over? It's over. How long was it? Uh, it was 1138 bars. All right, well, I don't know. If, um,. You know, if you have anything you'd like to uh, mention, or if you uh, want to be a guest on Dopey, we have oh, some guests. Oh, and then now we, also, we have guests coming up soon, the graphic designer, a few other people. Um, and then, what was the other thing? Oh, Instagram. He started an Instagram account, and they blocked us. So we have Instagram now. But Your organizational <laughs> skills are horrible. We have to save that. Save for what? All right, listen. The other day... I, it is important to me to get – and I don't tell any – this is the, the, the conundrum I'm in. I don't tell anybody about our podcast and yet I want our podcast to be really <laughs> big because I don't really want anyone that I know to know these stories. Yeah. But, um, so I, but I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to get people to listen to the show and everyone's like social media, social media, social media. And it's like wanna, the one thing we don't use. I don't want to put it on Facebook. Um, but Instagram, you know, you can have pictures of people doing drugs and whatever, famous drug addicts, blah, blah, blah. I'm so tempted. It would be cool. I have pictures that coincide with several of the stories I've told. It would be great to post them, but I'm just not quite there yet. Well. If we start weaving in more recovery, I would consider it. My conscience would be free. Weave. Weave recovery, (laughs) spider. Next time, dude. Um, anyway, so I, I put up a picture and I guess I, I'm starting to realize they, they, they said – Instagram flashed a message that said, 
you've done an illegal activity and we will not let you continue. It didn't say illegal. Something immoral. (laughs) You're you're a drug addict. (laughs) You're obviously a drug addict and we don't want your business. You know, um, anyway, I I don't know. I don't know what the fuck happened there. But we're on Instagram at uh, Dopey Podcast. And Insta- on Instagram, so check that out. I think we have four followers. We so. have four followers. Uh, yes, we're looking Chris, for five. Chris said it's only a bunch of black guys following us. We have, I didn't say it's yes, only. You, I said it's a bunch of black guys. Yeah, we have four. Watch your pronouns. We have four African American males following us, and we have one. We have two pictures up now. You we have, have two pictures. We have a picture of. Uh, no, the other one got bounced. The pills hands. No, it's up. Oh, okay. We got a picture of pills, which I'm sure you guys are dying to see. And a picture of um, William Burroughs with the word dopey on his mouth. Yeah, I don't see the point of our A dopey. lot of effort went into the pill thing. I, I watched Dave Google drugs, and then he clicked images, and it was like the second picture, and he saved it and posted it. Well, I put the word dopey oh, on it. Oh, you put the word dopey on it. All right. But you did it from your phone What's your in point? about a minute. So what? What's your point? So they're very excited. I just want to tell them about the, all that. You don't the think it looked good? Through to did do you it. not think it looked good? It was beautiful. Listen. Write us at dopeypodcast uh, at gmail.com. Follow us at dopeypodcast on Instagram. Drop a line. Write us a story. Next um, next week we have things, people. We're going to read. Um, I think Chris is off his game today. <laughs> next week we're going to have. Uh, we're going to read uh, Derek's story. And um, have a good night or a good day. Later.